Hi there, you've stumbled across The Christian Truth, a podcast where I, Prophetess LGBTQ, comes, well, sometimes I come yell at you. If you come here to hear about nothing but Bible scripture or religion, you've inadvertently ended up in the wrong podcast, because I switch it up a bit, and I curse pretty often, actually, in the beginning. Just ride this out with me, it's so worth it. But I'm human, so I'm not gonna be perfect. Each episode, though, is from the heart, and I can't wait to hear what you guys think. Leave your comments below any episode and let me know what you thought. Remember, you were warned. This is me as he made me. And he's not done with me yet. Talk for now. guys I'm shaking so bad I have hyperhidrosis so I'm already cold right because my hands are sweating and this is a really emotional topic for me so I'm just a hot mess y'all I mean you saw me for those of you who stopped by YouTube channel Christian Truth before you came here <sighs> y'all I'm a hot mess I was watching my show my latest show on Netflix you know what I mean and uh, that's what you heard that's what you heard first that's where I, that's where he woke me up for today. That was my message for today. This is where we're going to heal today. This is Prophetess LGBTQ. And I am starting a series on the podcast Christian Truth uh, that addresses healing. Because there's a lot of broken people out here. I'm one of them. I'm broken in many ways, just like a lot of all these people. But we don't, uh, we, uh, we're pretty good at hiding it. And we've gotten almost to the point where it, it didn't exist for us. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, and the title didn't clue you in also, today's topic Today we heal from domestic and sexual abuse. There are survivors out here. Again, I am one. But I didn't know I was a survivor until today. I didn't know I needed to heal until today. I had put a filter on, guys. And I had told myself it didn't happen. Everybody else said it didn't happen, so it didn't happen. I was mistaken. God told me tonight, I have to tell you my story. I have to help you heal. And that's how this prophetess teaches. This is how I help you heal. You're not alone. You're not alone out there being 
looked upon as property. That girl said, he said they would never believe me. And how many of us heard that? They would never believe us. we kept quiet. We didn't tell. We didn't want to hurt anybody. But we didn't know how to make them stop hurting us. I pride myself. And I have to talk to God about that on multiple occasions. guys. But I pride myself on never... Allowing a man into my life who was under the impression he had the right, do you hear me, to put his hands upon me. But I walked into every relationship with that understanding. If you didn't have that understanding, we weren't in a relationship. Do you get me? But not all of you were like me. Not all of you could leave some of you still haven't left you're terrified to leave because you don't think there's anywhere you can go where he can't find you or anywhere that you could take your kids that she won't come hurt them <laughs> you uh you're married Okay. And you, uh, you've been with this person for a couple years, you know, you've got kids together, actually. You've got two beautiful children together. Look just like their daddy. Yes, they do. And then you start to hear some things from his side of the family. You got to be more careful with that one now. Okay. I mean, you got two babies. One of each sex, you, you got to be careful with that one. They're not talking about the babies. They're talking about the father of those babies. And you know exactly who they're talking about. But you're afraid. You're terrified. Because if I report him for what he's doing to our children, they'll take me away. CVS will take me away because I allowed him to stay. I need you to remember when that three-letter organization walks into your house, ladies and gentlemen, they're not there to hurt you. They're not there to hurt you. They're there for the babies. Because something's not right. And if they show up and you are still in denial that something is wrong in your household, you only meet them one time. Because although we hate those three letters, because they stay in our record for the rest of our damn life. It's not fair. It's not fair. It's not fair. It's not fair. It's not fair that I... 
I have to protect my children from a pedophile. But if I take them away to protect them, he can get him back. Because I'm crazy. I just left without telling anybody. I'm unstable. <laughs> well, you're married to a cop. God love you, Jesus in heaven. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You're married to a law enforcement individual of any kind. Fire, rescue, law enforcement, any kind. And they hit you. They cheat on you. They abuse you in every possible way a human being can abuse another human being. And do you know why? Because he can. Because she can. Because they can. Because they wear a badge. And they have their entire force behind their word. And who are you? You're just the wife. You're just the spouse. You're the abused spouse that no one will believe. So I hope that I've reached a few of you. You're tuning in. You're listening a little closely. My heart is beating so fast. Okay. It's the second time it's happened today. And usually when that happens, it means that God is trying to get something to me and I need to get it right that second. My heart, I call it a murmur, but it just beats really fast all of a sudden and then stops and goes back to its normal beat. Does it every rando such, you know what I'm saying? Like I got no timeline, no calendar, no schedule. Give me none. My heart is, it, it belongs to God. So I got no say so when he needs to get his message across. I have to execute. I fought it, guys. I fought it. I told him I wasn't ready. I'm not ready. You're going to know some things because I'm going to tell my story today, guys. I've been threatening to do it for a long time. And a lot of people told me, you got to be careful. You can hurt a lot of people. <laughs> and that's, that was the last thing he said to me, God, before I came to the mic tonight. He will hurt so many people. If I don't tell you a story. So, against all judgment and all well-intended advice, this grown-ass woman who has put my public face in front of you, I don't have to hide from you who I am or what I've been through for you to see what I am to God. But in case you're still confused... Let me tell you a little story.
take a quick break. I know that it's going to be an emotional ride with you guys, um, but I need you to understand that I'm doing it raw. I'm not editing anything. How God speaks to me is how he will be speaking to you this evening. He will speak through me and my story. I was adopted at three. I had an older sibling who was also adopted that I believed until very recently was the only blood relative I had alive. He was all I had. He was my dugout. I promise you that I'm going to do my very best not to cuss, yell, or cry too much during this episode, okay? But you guys have to understand that I'm healing as I speak. So you're coming with me on the journey. And I thank you for joining. He was all I had. And I was in a new world and I didn't know anything. I didn't understand the language. I didn't know anything except for Dodo. And he was going to protect me. He said so. He would always protect me. And I believed him. I believed him. I don't know the specific age. Okay, that I was. When Dodo grew curious. I kept telling God there was no way I could write this down in a book. You know what I mean? Like this, Jesus, that inner editor, you know what I mean? Sis, I'm doing this for you. I need you to know. I need you to know. Why it hurts so bad? I need you to know. Please, please believe me. I need you to know why it hurts so bad. It went on for years, guys. And I didn't know what was happening. I just knew that he would come into my room when everybody was asleep. And he would ask, to perform a sexual favor upon me. And I didn't know better than to say yes. Because I didn't know. (laughs) I got to an age, though. Where I just, I knew it wasn't right. And he had to stop. Like, I can't do it anymore. You can't do this to me anymore. And he started to beg me. Beg me. Beg me. He was all I had. He was all I had. He was all I had. And I didn't want to lose him. Because everybody else up till then had left me. 
Dodo was all I had. And I didn't want to lose him. He was going to leave too. I knew it. <clears throat> but I finally had enough. I distinctly remember the back seat. And I told him I had had enough. No. Don't do that anymore. Don't do it anymore. I don't want you to touch me anymore. No. No, none. No, no touching. No touching. Hey, then he begged, begged me to keep quiet. Shh, don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. I'm so sorry. Please don't tell anybody. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that was the last time someone said, I'm sorry. When he begged me, and when he started begging me not to tell anybody, I'd had enough. And you weren't listening to me, so I have to make you listen. I'm going to make you listen. I'm going to tell mom. I told my mother. Mom, this is not against you. You and I are fine. And I put that on everything I love. You and I are fine. This isn't about you. This is about him. I told my mom, and over the years, I've either been confused into believing it didn't happen, confused into believing a different version of what happened took place. All I know is I went to a parent, and I did not get the reaction that you would expect um, a parent to give you with that type of announcement. You know, some I know that I heard All right, well he said he was not going to do it again. So we're just not going to talk about it ever again, okay? He won't do it ever again. I have to take the hit for that one. I have to take it to the gates. I don't have to worry about your weight, parent. I don't have to worry about your weight. I don't have to worry about what you will have to answer for. That's not my problem. You and I are fine because it's not my place to judge you. I'm your child and you did the very best that you knew how. And I'm fine. You and I are still fine. What you carry to the gate, that's between you and the Lord. I can't take that for you, Mom. I can't. And I'm sorry. I truly am. But I can't. I got to take my own. I got to take the weight knowing that I let you silence me. I let you make me forget.
I let you pretend it never happened. And I am 36 years old. And I'm still carrying it. I was molested as a child. For all of you who've been judging me, you see what you see. Now you know what you know. I have a best friend who is a survivor of many things. But we were silent. Or the victim was silent. Until it was too late. not too late until you don't give us a too late. I need you to remember that. Suicide is a permanent solution to a temporary situation. Because he will never give you more than you can handle. And I know what that sounds like to my domestic survivors. To our sexual abuse brethren. I know what that sounds like. I'm not blaming the victim. I need you to understand. He needed you to go through it. He needed you to know that you could do it. He needed your children to see you do it. You're a survivor. Because you have children who needed to know that you, their mother, or their parent deserved better than what she were currently in. God needs you to know that. Wherever you are right now, under emotional, psychological, physical, or sexual abuse, God needs you to hear me. You are not alone. And it's really dark, but he's still there. And he will never give you more than he can carry when you cannot. Because he'll never give you more than you can carry. And he can always carry you, baby. And he always will. It's dark and you're so scared, you are terrified to even breathe. Because he could kill me at any moment. Vengeance will be his if that takes place. Know this. Know it for fact. Vengeance is always the Almighty's. Vengeance is his. He knows what your situation is. He put you there. He allowed you to stay there. You think you did it all by your lonesome. Yes, you did. Oh, no, I got here all by myself. I worked my tail to get this place. Ain't no man going to step up in my place and tell me how I'm going to address, act, where I'm going to go, who I'm going to talk to. Mm -mm. Ain't going to happen. A lot of us survivors. Yeah, we thought that too. 
But I didn't stop, start thinking that until after I survived. Until after I tucked mine away. Until after I forgot it happened. Now I'm a survivor. But are you really surviving? Excuse me. Are you really surviving if you are um, hiding from the hurt? Mel, you just don't understand. It's so painful. I was with this person for so long and I just, and it was an ever ending cycle. I didn't ask you to forgive that person. I mean, God will, God will expect that of you. You understand what I'm saying? That's just facts, but that's not my job. I say again, that's not my job. My job as your prophetess is to tell you that God knows your situation. You are not alone. And you're still here because he has still a purpose for you. The other day we talked about suicide, not just veteran suicide, suicide in general, because we have youth of the LGBTQ and I and A community that are being <sighs> bullied by their own damn parents. That's just facts, folks. That's what's happening. You're telling them they are not who they say they are because that's not what it says in the good book. Hmm. Alrighty. The same species, mankind, yes, that believes in a holy Bible, okay, is the same one that allows pedophiles in the church, that allows pedophiles to marry and have children. If I was ever given the choice, how would I substitute killing off all the bad people in the world. No one's ever going to ask me this question, but I'm going to tell you what I feel. We're going to sterilize them. That's what we're going to do. We don't got to give them a lobotomy. Nope. We're going to sterilize them. We're going to castrate them. So they have no freaking get up and go. Ned. Hmm. Hmm. That's what I'm going to do. If ever God says, Mel, what do you think we should do with all the nasty pedophilias? Mm, well, Lord, since you're asking, we don't need to euthanize them. We don't need to kill them. Uh-uh, because vengeance is his. But here on this earth, boo-boo, yours ain't going to work. Yours, we should just chop it off. But that's cruel. You get me? Like, we're chopping off body parts and stuff. I'm not that crazy. Give me on the wrong day, but I'm not that crazy, right? So I survived. I hit it. And then I started telling people, I'm going to tell my story one day. Do you know how scared and terrified these people were? Let me get you a spot. It was really bad. And mind you, I waited till after my father had passed. Okay. To, uh, to tell people that I was going to come clean. I was going to let people know things have happened to me. I have done things that I'm not proud of. And they've, I've endured with shame. And that's no longer my burden to carry. 
because I'm talking to the survivors. That's who's listening right now. I'm listening. I'm being listened to by survivors. People who have, you might have tucked it away. It's still there, survived, but you still survived it. You didn't think you could. And even if you're still in it, you are listening to my voice. You still looking for hope, babe. Keep looking. Because no man was ever created to own another human being. Do you hear what I say to you? Not one, not a single effing one, not even Jesus Christ himself. No one was given the right. So I do not care what they say is in the damn book. I don't care. Because God did not tell you you could own another freaking human being. No, he didn't. He didn't tell you that. I bring that up because there's sexual abuse going on. Sex trafficking. I told you I was coming back to that crap. That's abuse. I don't give a crap what you're getting for it. Or who you don't think is hurting. I give the darn. Oh, well, they love it here. Arranged marriages. Do you understand what I'm saying? 13, 14 years old. They're happy. Oh, they're happy. They want to be married. Do they really? Or did they really have a choice? I think that's probably the better question. No? But since we're not asking those questions, I'm going to ask them. So the question is as follows. Are you going to the gates without any regret? Don't go with shame. Because he doesn't see it. You hear what I'm saying to you? Because you might feel it, but on your day of judgment, know that he sees none of it because he never saw you fail. You are a child of God and my God knows only victory. So we might look like we failing. We might look like we passing. We might look like we, we might look like we got it together. But we ain't going to be together until we are together with him. But he sees you. He knows where you are. He knows what you're doing. He knows what you survived. And he also knows how he's going to use you for that purpose. I was homeless. I have been in trouble with the law. I have had CPS put on my record as a permanent motherfucking fixture. Okay. That is facts. So that's the prophetess that came to you. The one who you say ain't real. That one. That one's the one who's saying, yeah, like I went through it. Not only did I go through it. I'm going to show you how I, sh- I sure did. I survived it. What does healing do for me, Mel? That's what you want to know. What does healing do for me? Well, healing does this. It gets you to talk about it. It gets it out. And I, can I tell you how calm my heart is right now? Because I've never, ever said that crap out loud. I've never said it to anyone after I told that parent and that took place. Rug, meat, dirt. Sweepy, sweep, sweep. Like I said, I'm not judging the enablers. I call you an enabler just simply because that is what you are. That is actually what God's purpose is for you in that season. I said it though. I did. I did. He makes no mistakes. You guys are really confused about this fact. However, he still makes no mistakes. 
So I'm going to wrap up here real quick. I just wanted to specifically address um, my sexual, mental, physical, emotional, and psychologically abused brethren. Brethren is both male and female, non-binary. I don't know how to include you. And that is the next topic that I will be researching is how to include my inclusivenesses. I don't know how you know. I don't know. What, I, you guys don't want a label. You see what I'm saying? I've got to do some research. I had to do research about transgenders. So I wasn't out here ignorant talking about they're not a mistake. I'm not ignorant and they're not a mistake. God makes no mistakes. Hallelujah. Not a one. Not a single one. And don't you worry, every one of you who have heard since the dawn of your time, okay, that you're not going to heaven because you are gay or not who you're supposed to be, okay? You're going, boo-boo, you are going because God made you that way. He said, I know she's transgender. I know she's in the wrong body. I did that shit on purpose. I said it. I did cuss. I said it once, but that's for real. He didn't put anybody on this globe to judge another of his creations. That's not your fucking purpose. Okay, no. And it's not your purpose to own another one either. You can't buy people. That's not a freaking commodity, okay? I don't care where it came from. You guys got to get that crap the hell out. That's ridiculous. You honestly think that you're allowed to purchase human flesh sometimes just the flesh yes you skin them because you're that crazy i'm judging you and i apologize but know this god sees you and just because you think you're okay here i ain't got nothing to worry about i was killing nothing but harlots i was killing nothing but prostitutes i was killing nothing but this killing nothing but this but you were killing you were taking god's vengeance away you will answer for it. Oh, well, it's righteous, though. It's righteous because they did this. They did this. They've done this to society. They have affected society in such a way. You are judging his creation. And you ain't got a right because he didn't make you for that purpose. If you were abused, have survived abuse. Or fear you have entered into an abusive relationship. I want you to reach out. I don't care if it's me. I don't care if you don't tell nobody but a hotline. Reach out. And you keep reaching out. You keep reaching out. Because that's what I'm doing. That's what I am doing. This person here, I'm hurting. Just like y'all are hurting. Okay? That's why I'm taking you on the journey. Hello? You follow? You figure deal me. Okay. So I'm learning, I'm healing. So while I'm learning and healing, so are you. So you keep coming back. You just going to keep on getting better, boo. You're just that much closer to heaven. The real way to heaven. Because this people, their way, it ain't it. You need to laugh in their face. That's your homework for the day, community. I-A-Q-T-G-B-N-L. All of you, every single one of you, laugh in their face. And then pray about it. 
Lord, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't laugh at them. I'm judging them because I know where they're not going. But I shouldn't laugh, Lord. I shouldn't laugh because I'm good. I need you to do that. I need you to tell yourself you ain't got nothing to worry about because you don't. God made you that way on purpose. On purpose. No mistakes. No mistakes. No mistakes. So the two catchphrases from this particular episode are as follows, class. God makes no mistakes and you got nothing to worry about. If you are going through the abuse, if you have never told your story, you survived it, but you're fine with not telling anybody your business. Hit me up. Go ahead and PM me. Private message me. Let's talk about it. No, for real. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hate on you. I'm not gonna judge you. I wanna hear you though. I want you to know that I see you. God sees you. That's all it takes. It takes one person to see you, and I see you. I want you to know that. I see you. You are not invisible. You are not an abomination. You are not a mistake. I, Prophetess LGBTQ, I see you. And I'll see you at the gates. I promise. I'm going to go. It was very cathartic to get that out, guys. So if you want to leave me a voice message and get something off your chest, all's fair here, okay? Uh, we keep it real. We don't give a darn. You know, sometimes we don't care. We, you, there's nothing you can say that's going to change how I feel about the truth that is that of Christ. Okay. And if you like this truth, you hear the actual truth from the message. Hello. Come on back y'all. Cause that's all you're getting. That's all you will get. I'm going to correct the wrong. That's what you are. And you will get correct or you will not enter in it. Do you get me? Prophetess LGBTQ. I am a lover, I am a giver, for I am a beloved and tolerant quintessential child of God. I love you guys. Stay blessed.